car repair, the nightmare of the Western world. You don't know the difference between the catalytic converter and the powertrain, the carburetor and the camshaft. You've been ripped off endlessly by unscrupulous mechanics who've charged hundreds or thousands of dollars. You're sick of feeling like a complete idiot, and you just don't want to take it or pay for it anymore. Well, your life's about to change. Meet Pam Oaks, ASE certified and top-notch auto technician host, shop owner, and author of Car Care for the Clueless, or how to make money while maintaining a vehicle. She'll answer your questions and teach you how to talk car talk. Get under the hood right now with Pam. And welcome back to another episode. Thank you for joining us. On today's show, we have Doug from Phoenix. He has an automotive question for us, and we're going to be discussing it at some length. Of course, we're going to have our cheap car rewards. This is something that you can do in your driveway. You don't need an ASC certification. And best of all, it's going to keep money in your pocket. We have our email question of the week that we're going to be answering. This week, our trouble service bulletins concentrates on Lincolns and Volkswagen. And a new item that we're going to have this week, we call it tire tips. Yes, this is how you can make the proper tire maintenance and purchase decision by listening to our tips. So make sure you have a pen handy to write them down. Our gadget guru, Peter Sudak, he'll be back with another economically priced gadget. And thanks to our sponsors, Continental Tires. Continental Tires, I have them on my car, I have them on my family members' cars, I love Continental Tires. I put them on my customers' cars. Ask for them by name the next time you need sneakers for your vehicle. And of course, let's not forget Jasper Engines and Transmissions. Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate-owned. If you are in need of an engine or a transmission, ask for Jasper by name. So let's start the show with Doug from Phoenix and his question regarding brakes. Hi, Doug. This is Pam. Hey, Pam. How you doing? Good. What is your automotive question? You got your email, and you had a question regarding brakes, but what was it specifically you were asking? Well, when doing the drum brakes in the back of the vehicle, the wheel cylinders, uh, it's recommended that you replace them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, I just was thinking to replace one. Why would you have to replace them both if you don't suspect that both are bad? Well, you always, always replace brake hydraulic components in pairs. Uh, You would replace the wheel cylinders both at the same time, like you would the brake calipers, which would be up front, or the brake hoses, the actual rubber lines. And the reason basically behind this is you've heard of the term, the weakest link in the chain? Yeah. Well, you had a wheel cylinder that's brand spanking new, and then you have one over on the other side that's got 50,000, 60,000 miles on it. Okay, so that's going to be your weak link in the back, correct? Yes. So when you apply the brake pedal, that fluid goes down to the brake lines into the back, and those wheel cylinders actually push the shoes out against the drum. And when that happens, one side, since it's new, is going to be a lot stronger, more reactive than the old worn side on the other side. So if you have one that's reacting quicker and stronger than the other side, well, the car is going to pull to the stronger side. You see where I'm going? It sounds like it could uh, it could make it so it won't break uh, the same, and it could uh, try and pull to one side. Exactly, and pulling to one side is going to throw you off either the shoulder of the road or it's going to pull you into oncoming traffic, and we don't want that. That makes sense. I guess I never thought about it that way, but that makes sense. 
Mm, so you always, always do hydraulics in pairs. So when your service advisor or your ASC technician comes out and said, hey, we need to do wheel cylinders, we need to do them both, even though one is bad, he's telling you the truth because you don't want to run into that situation like I just said. Your brakes are the most important part on your car. If you can't stop, somebody could get hurt or killed. If you can't start your car, on the other hand, if it's something else, you know, nobody can get hurt. But yeah. your brakes, that's number one. That makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. I appreciate you clarifying that for me. You're welcome. And thank you for asking. And you know, I can't stress enough what I was telling Doug about your brakes being the most important item on your car. Remember, when you need to stop, you have to stop. So always, always, always have your brake material checked when they rotate your tires. If you're a severe duty driver or a normal driver, it doesn't matter. When they are rotating the tires, have an ASC certified technician check them out and let you know. You can keep track of this. They just don't suddenly wear down unless there's a mechanical failure. So anticipate your stops. When you see that light turn red, take your foot off the gas, let it glide. Don't sit there and jam on the brakes at the last moment because that's gonna wear them out a lot quicker than if you pay attention while you're driving. I'm going to give you a good example right now. First of all, having an ASC certified technician repair your brakes. I cannot tell you how many times we have seen cars towed into my shop because people have attempted to replace their brakes. First of all, this isn't safe. Second of all, this is going to cost you much, much more money because when you're trying to do it and you don't know what you're doing, it's getting screwed up. And when that happens, money's coming out of your wallet from your wallet into my bank account as a shop owner. I don't care what you read on the internet or your buddy's done this a hundred times, you need to have it done professionally because each car is different. I'll give you a good example. We had one towed in two days ago and this specific vehicle was making a scraping noise and they decided to replace their brake pads themselves. They thought the metal plate of the pad was supposed to go against the disc, the rotor. Oh my gosh, no. No, see, this is why you don't do it yourself. And make long story short, didn't stop. Well, eventually it did when it rolled to a stop, but it didn't stop because of the braking action on the front because the pads were in backwards. They were putting their lives in jeopardy and they were putting their families in jeopardy, let alone everybody else around the car in jeopardy of injury or death. It's not worth it. Plus, probably didn't have to purchase rotors now that they're so gouged now they're buying pads and rotors, another added expense that I'm sure that they did not need on this vehicle. Please, I can't emphasize enough to have an ASC certified technician install your brake pads. It's not like it used to be. It's a whole different ball game. Don't risk it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the vehicle not stopping and it's not worth the extra money coming out of your wallet because you didn't have it done properly. Good question, Doug. Thank you for emailing us. And this week's cheap car tip? Fabric softener sheets. And you're thinking, how does that have to do with a car? Well, let me tell you, you know how it prevents static charge in your clothes and it makes them smell great? Well, it can do the same for the interior of your car by wiping these fabric softener sheets on seats. That will help prevent a lot of the static charge. It won't get rid of all of it. And plus, you know that musty odor you'll get in the car just because it's winter time? Put four or five of them underneath each seat and you would not believe how great it will keep your car smelling. 
quick tip. You don't have to spend an extra dime. Just go in the laundry room, get some of those fabric softener sheets, stick them in your car. If you can, rub them on your seats. You'll be amazed. And it's just pennies on the dollar for the cost of having a great smelling car and having less static charge in your clothes. And us ladies know when we wear some outfits, we don't want them stuck to us. So next on our agenda is our gadget guru, Peter Sudak. He always has something very interesting, very timely. Let's give Peter a call and see what he has up his sleeve this week. Hey, Peter, this is Pam. How you doing? Hi, Pam. How are you today? Good. So what economically priced gadget do you have for the consumer this week? Well, we've got a good one, especially for the colder climates. Mm -hmm. It is actually a 12-volt electric heater for the car. Really? Yeah. There's a couple of things you can do. You know, normally you have to wait for the car to warm up for the heater to act properly. Right. Well, if you're in really cold weather, it's going to take quite a while. Mm -hmm. This little gadget just plugs into your cigarette lighter and what it'll do it just creates instant heat you can use it to heat the car or you can use it to help defrost the windows you know obviously oh wow it's yeah take, yeah because it's going to take a while to warm up the car at least mm -hmm. probably three or four minutes you know sometimes longer colder weather and that'll help defrost the windows like a lot quicker than normal uh -huh. and your passengers won't be freezing their tails off in the car while you're waiting for the car to warm up. So, Well, you know, even those who have heated seats, this yeah. is going to heat the windshield instead. That's right. So if they got the heated seats, they can just heat the windshield and keep it, keep it all clear and wow. ready to roll. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the car to warm up. You can just take off and go. And you unplug it and put yeah. it away till the next time you start. Definitely, oh, that's pretty neat. Definitely unplug it when you're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't need any dead batteries out there. The cold's hard enough on the batteries. Yeah, that's absolutely right, yeah. Uh, you can get them online, uh -huh. um, and they run actually very reasonable. They're only about 20 bucks. And that's not bad. No, that's for what it does. That's a, I think that's a fabulous price. You know, a set of wiper blades, that's 20 bucks. You know, people, yeah. for whatever reason, still use their wiper blades to clean the ice off the windshield. I don't understand that, but that pays for it right there. Yeah, that's right. Like the tip we used before, you know, instead of using the wiper blades, use a credit card to scrape the ice off so you don't ruin your wiper blades. Yeah, if you're in a hurry. Hopefully the people picked up on that tip and they'll start doing that and that'll help save their blades and help save them 20 bucks, you know. Or you know what? Better yet, get this gadget and you won't have to worry about either one of them. That's true. What a neat idea, Peter. Well, thank you for sharing. Oh, that's okay. I'm glad I could. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And if you're just tuning in, this is Car Care for the Clueless. I'm your host, Pam Oaks. And on today's show, we're talking to Doug and Phoenix regarding his brakes. We have our car tips coming up, our email question of the week, and they're asking about the check engine light illuminated on their dash. Of course, we have our gadget guru coming back, Peter Sudak. And last but not least, our trouble service bulletins. And this week's email question of the week comes from Richard. He's from Florida. He says he's a snowbird, so unfortunately it doesn't say where else he lives six months of the year, but he's in Florida right now. And Richard asks, why is it that he went to the auto parts store and they gave him a free reading for the check engine light on his car? So he took it into the automotive center and even though they got the same codes, they had a different conclusion what was wrong with his car. 
Well, Richard, this is actually one of my pet peeves too, is that anybody can get one of those code readers and find out the code on their car and they can look it up on the internet or ask a parts replacer at a parts store and find out what the code is, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the problem. I'll give you an example. If you had a code for an oxygen sensor and the oxygen sensor basically sniffs the exhaust for fuel and if it picks up any fuel fumes it tells the computer hey I smell fuel turn off the fuel pump no more fuel it's too much fuel and the computer complies and then milliseconds later it says okay I don't smell it anymore go ahead and turn the fuel pump on again and it does it and it goes back and forth well you have this code for this oxygen sensor that it's the car is running lean that's not necessarily an oxygen sensor folks it could be a restricted fuel filter it could be a vacuum line that is gotten old or disconnected somehow and it's bringing in unmetered air into the system so you can sit there and replace these oxygen sensors all day long and, it, and it's not going to help. What is going to help is if you have a check engine light on first, you never drive with a check engine light on. Contrary to popular belief, you don't drive around with a check engine light on. It doesn't mean that it's a simple code and it's going to go away. No, this is the drivability of your car. This is your investment. This is your wallet. Remember, you drive around with a check engine light, it's going to rob money out of your wallet out of your bank account, whether it's paying extra in gas or something little dominoes into something huge that didn't have to be. So please never, ever, ever run around with the check engine light on. Furthermore, back to Richard from Florida, his letter here, we were talking about how they came up with different conclusions. The difference is you're looking things up on the internet and you're not an ASC certified technician, you haven't gone through all the training. The person at the parts store, they haven't gone through all this training. Being an ASC certified technician and knowing your stuff, you can come to the correct conclusion. So Richard, I highly recommend that you go with your ASC certified technician's recommendation. And even though the parts or the internet solution is cheaper, cheaper is not necessarily the right answer. The right answer is what's actually going on with your vehicle. So take heed, save some money, and do the right thing. Always ask your ASC certified technician. Never run around town or on the highway with the check engine light on. Even though some fool says it's okay, it's not. And protect your wallet. All this information I'm giving you is to protect your wallet. Keep money in your wallet. This is money you can never ever re-earn again. Once it's gone, it's gone. So please, always ask your ASC certified technician. They'll guide you in the right direction. And don't forget, you can always ask for a second opinion from another ASC certified technician. That's always an option. You're not quite sure. But please, ask a professional. And this week on our Trouble Service Bulletin section, we're going to be concentrating on Volkswagen Jetta Type S and the Lincoln LS. Remember, all these Trouble Service Bulletin numbers and their contact information is available on our homepage on Car Care for the Clueless Web Talk Radio website. 
So our first trouble service bulletin is going to be for the 2009 Volkswagen Jetta S. They're having an issue with the fuel door switch, which is falling into the trim panel. They have a redesign and a fix for this problem. So I highly recommend you contacting your ASC certified technician or the dealership because this is not a recall. This is just a bulletin, something they know that they're having an issue with and they have a fix. Moving on, we have the Lincoln LS. They're having a check engine light issue regarding the fuel cap. And we were just talking about Richard's email a little while ago. This kind of goes in line with it. They want you to go to your ASC certified technician or the dealership regarding an emission code for the fuel cap. And some vehicles that will say fuel cap loose on it. And, and if you tighten this cap up and it does not extinguish that light on your dash, you definitely need to have this addressed. And Ford has a repair for this. Again, it's not a recall. It's just the bulletin. So if you're having issues with this, please get a hold of your ASC certified technician or the dealership. It's a quick fix and this one, if you let it go, will waste fuel. It will put emissions into the air and it'll just pull the money right out of your wallet. Money you could be saving for a vacation, big screen 3D TV, or you could be saving your pennies for a new snowmobile. Well, guess what? It's going out the gas tank. So please, please, please don't let your vehicle ride around town with the check engine light on. It's not worth it. And last but not least, what you've all been waiting for, our new tire tip section. On this week's tire tip, proper inflation. Proper inflation is not only going to save you in fuel economy, it's going to make the steering more stable as it was engineered, and your braking ability, again, more stable as engineered. Plus, when you keep the proper tire pressure in your tires, it makes them last longer. And you know what happens when they last longer? Your money stays in your wallet much, much longer. And if you do the math on paper, you will see if you maintain your tire pressure, it keeps your tires longer. And when you keep your tires longer, that means on paper, you'll get a free set of tires. Now, how can you pass that up, a free set of tires, if you keep the proper pressure? Now you say, well, what do I keep them at? Remember, each car tire pressure is different, and you can always find it on the driver's door jam of your vehicle. On some vehicles, the tire pressure is different from the front to the back tires. So always make sure you have the proper readings in the tires. It does make a difference. If you're not sure, ask your ASC certified technician to do this. This is a freebie, folks, and if they're charging to put air in your tires, then you need to find another shop, another Blue Seal shop, because this should be a freebie, putting air in your tires, especially the proper amount or even showing you. This is a freebie, and this is your tire tip for the week. And thank you again for tuning in to Car Care for the Clueless. I'm your host, Pam Oaks. I don't know where the half hour is gone, but I hope you are a more informed car consumer and I want to thank Doug from Phoenix. I want to thank Richard from Florida and Peter Sudak, our gadget guru. Thanks again to our sponsors, Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate owned. Ask for Jasper Engines and Transmissions by name. And we have Continental Tires. Continental Tires 
I have them on my vehicle, my relatives' vehicles. I love my Continental tires. And we look forward to talking with you next week. And remember, this is all about making you a savvy car care consumer. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure to come back next week for another edition of Car Care for the Clueless. And don't forget to look for Pam's book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. You'll find it on her website. Just click on the icon Host Website right in front of you on the webtalkradio.net page. See you next week.